Upper back tension is one of the most challenging things to work with in a yoga context because to really get in there, it's ideal to have someone else doing it like a massage therapist or body worker to get into those muscles or to have something to sort of pull on to stretch that. We don't typically have that in a yoga class. I find lots of creative ways to do it like using your leg to sort of pull your shoulders forward to get into your upper back. But here today, I've got several props that you can use that you might already have. And if you don't, you can get them in the link below this video with a yoga block, a foam roller, massage gun, and some therapy balls, all to get into this area of the upper back on your own if you are not getting a massage all the time and you've got this tension building up in your upper back. What can you do with it? Well, I'm here to share what I found to be incredibly helpful my name is Jeremy Devins of Quiet Mind Yoga, and this is the Release Tension from Head to Toe series, all about the upper back today. We're continuing down, and now we're going to work into these areas of the rhomboids and the tra trapezius muscle in the upper back, the middle and lower traps in particular. And they can be pretty tricky to get into on your own, but that's where these props help. So I'm gonna start with the yoga mat bonus prop which you might not think to use that, but if you don't have any of these props available and you wanna work on something right away, and if you're teaching students, if you're a teacher and they don't have these props, you can just roll up the top of your mat and lay back onto that. Because the idea is we wanna get some sort of pressure into this upper back here. And you can follow along and practice with me or just watch to see what I'm sharing here. So you want to get into this sort of bridge setup position and then arms to the floor overhead. So you're in the supported back bend. And just staying there might feel great. And you can make this roll thicker or thinner depending on what feels best for you. It's always going to be very personal to you. So adding on to this, you can cross your arms holding opposite shoulders and move a little bit left or right. Maybe lifting your head maybe crawling a little bit down or up. And this mat is supplying some pressure to kind of massage that area. And even just kind of leaning your weight into it on one side, it's kind of giving you a deep tissue effect, like you're pressing on the muscles and the rhomboids and traps. And you can go to the other side. So you want to balance this out. If your neck's feeling like it's working too much, you can let it relax. The focus here is on the upper back. So now if you have other props, let's look at using some of those, how you would use them. So we're going to take the mat back to normal and use the next most common prop you might have are yoga blocks. So I'm going to set these up. So one is at the highest height towards the back of the mat. And the other one is at the middle height or the lowest height, probably the middle height, either the length of the mat or the width. Either one is fine. The length of the mat is a little more intense. It can be, I've found that for myself, but you might find that works better. I like to do the wider version and these are about a hand's length apart. So you can lay back in the same thing I just did, but now the blocks are there and you might need to come in and kind of adjust this, find where it feels right. Kind of crawl your shoulders left to right. And now you've got this pressure of the edge of the block into those muscles of the rhomboids and the lower traps. And again, you can cross your arms, lean to one side, 
kind of pushing into those muscles, which helps them release. You can go to the other side. And you can do this either static or dynamic. As I always say, you can stay still or move into this however feels right for you. And you might want to kind of crawl a little bit up and down. You might want to have your arms open out like a goalpost or overhead. So lots of options with this. Sometimes if I've got a lot of this uh, tension in the front of my body, in the chest and shoulders, I might stay in this pose for a while, the arms open. But to get into the upper back, that crossing the arms and crawling your back is one of the best things I've found to work with this. And with the block, it's really easy to control and you get a good amount of pressure. Now, this doesn't work so well with cork blocks or really hard wood blocks if you have those. I don't recommend that. So I found a really good spot. I'm just leaning into it. It feels awesome to hold there. And this is similar to what a deep tissue massage would provide, holding pressure on the muscle. And the trick with this is you want to stay and allow your nervous system to relax. So relaxed breathing is important, uh, not rushing through this, giving yourself maybe 30 seconds to 60 to 90 seconds with these knots to slowly let them release. And it's coming from your nervous system, allowing it to release more than you efforting or pushing into it or making it happen. All right, so now I'm gonna use my elbows to come off of the props. And the same thing now can be done with a foam roller. So I've got this one with all these sort of knobs to it, which can kind of work into those areas, which feels nice. And you can use it, of course, to roll now in a way you couldn't with the last two methods. Same thing, crossing the arms, rolling or holding or opening up in the chest and shoulders, which again, doesn't as much uh, help the back. It more opens the front, but it can feel really great on your spine in general, getting into spinal extension, especially if you're spending a lot of time sitting, working on devices in spinal flexion. So that's the, the roller, which of course has many other great uses, the blocks as well. But now the therapy balls, same idea, same thing. So, and, and now you see it's a kind of simple working with the upper back, even though it's kind of difficult to reach. But once you get the idea of how to work with it, same idea using the therapy balls in the back or using a massage tool like this, where you can lay on your belly and do your best to relax the muscles of your back as you use the massage tool on your back. So finding those spots, pressing into them, holding. And again, this provides a slightly different sensation. Nice thing about these things is it moves the muscles in a way that we can't really any other way, even with a great massage. So it gets all the muscle moving and some of the deeper muscles that we can't really get to, like the subscapularis that's under the shoulder blade gets a little bit of movement at least from the massage tool. So that's nice, but not 100% required. And I think the block of all these is my favorite. So then within a yoga practice, some things you can do, like I mentioned before, is using your legs to pull your arms forward into protraction, which is stretching these muscles. So you can do this like Janu Shashasana head to knee pose, where you grab onto your foot and work on straightening it, not to stretch your hamstrings like we usually do, but to stretch your rhomboids and 
middle and lower traps on your back like we're focusing on here. So you can use one hand to push into the ground, the other hand over your foot or grabbing your leg, and your leg is sort of pulling your arm forward. Ideally, your hand is over your foot, so you might need to bend your knee a lot. And then like pushing on a gas pedal, you pull your right arm forward into protraction, opening in that area of the rhomboids and lower traps. Do the same thing on both sides. Right, pretty simple, straightforward. Now you could do this, of course, with like a pole or something you can grab in your home where you can get that same protraction effect. Now part of the issue while you might have tension here is doing too much rounding and protraction from working on devices. So in that case, you want to work on retraction and uh, shoulder blades going back and down into depression and retraction. So things like locust pose on the belly, any sort of backbend pose, warrior three, right? All these sort of backbend poses where you're activating and moving your shoulder blades together and down will contract those muscles, which brings more blood flow into them. Then they'll be more receptive to stretching and this tension release stuff. So the, the trick that I teach always is release, strengthen, and stretch. You want to do all three. If you do just one, you're going to create imbalances. If we just stretch the muscle, don't do any strengthening or releasing with myofascial release like therapy balls or the things I showed you, then we're going to create imbalances. So the muscles function their best when we do all three, release, strengthen, and stretch. Strengthening through the back bends, things like locusts and warrior three, stretching like the head, head to knee version of Janu Shushasana I showed you where you pulling your arm forward and then releasing with the therapy tools like I showed you massaging the back. So if you found this video helpful, please like, comment, and subscribe and let me know what you'd like to see more of. And I look forward to sharing more with you next time in the Release Tension from Head to Toe series where I'll be focusing on the lower back.